beginning of the job interview process, you're just a piece of paper. Another resume submitted for the gig. You get piled up with the other papers, and before you know it, you've been placed into one of two piles, the no's or the yeses. This show is all about getting you into the yes pile. Hello, hello. Welcome to The Yes Pile, the show that helps you transform your professional persona to land you where else? In the yes pile of candidates for your dream job. I'm your host, Tessa Wolf. I'm a recovering corporate manager turned career coach, and I'm here to help you navigate this brave new world and to provide you with simple and actionable advice for success at any stage of your career. My goal? Help you land the job of your dreams. I've coached hundreds of professionals in my career, and I've interviewed thousands more. I've taken all that experience, the good, the bad, the ugly, and turning it into the real world, friend-to-friend style advice show you didn't know you needed until now. So whether you're drafting a resume, on the job hunt, navigating hurdles in your current role, or considering a complete career switch, I'm here to help provide you with kick-ass, take-no-prisoners advice first-person experiences, and the tips and tricks you need to position yourself for success. So let's dig in. This is it. Episode one. I'm so excited you've tuned in. We're going to be covering so many awesomely helpful topics this season. Subjects like how to get your resume on track, nailing a good cover letter because yes, they do exist, how to read between the lines of a job posting and find out if the job or the company is actually right for you, practice and prep for an interview, starting a new job off on the right foot, or navigating real everyday work scenarios. Hello, the new work from home. Prioritization and time management, cultivating workplace culture you can believe in, and so much more. I'm really excited to tell you we're gonna have some super inspiring guests, impactful interviews, and even answer your real world questions in every episode. But first, for today, where I wanna start is truly at the beginning. Because regardless of where you are in your career journey, I bet you found yourself taking moments of pause recently, moments of introspection, moments of what am I doing here, right? Anyone? That's okay. In fact, it's more than okay. It's normal. The craziness of this new world we're all living in aside, taking inventory is important. Maybe you hate your job. Maybe you're totally indifferent. Maybe you're finding yourself jobless at this moment, or maybe You actually love your job, but you still wonder if it's right for you long-term. Yes, you can love what you're doing. You can be great at what you're doing. You can have both of those things and still wonder, is this the right job for me? One of my favorite parts of career coaching is working with people to identify what their dream job really is. And that's not an easy task, no matter where they are in their professional journey. See, oftentimes we're happy at our job but not happy doing the work required of our job. So follow me here. You love your office, you love your team, you love the work culture, the Thursday happy hours. I get it, but let's face it, the work itself isn't filling you up. Or maybe you love the work, it's fulfilling and awesome, but your boss sucks or you're feeling like there's just no room for growth. There's another scenario yet Sometimes, many of us, myself included, we have found ourselves doing a job simply because we're good at it. We can figure it out easily. We succeed. We get praised. We get promotions. Before we know it, we're directors and vice presidents. 
but we do we love the work we're doing? No. And if someone said, hey, is this your life's passion? You'd probably say no. These are all real world situations. We all fit in there somewhere, right? And see, it's a really complex challenge to find work that you actually enjoy, that inspires you, and that you're good at. That trifecta. It's so amazing when you can get it. We can't just assume because you're good at something that it is what you love. We also can't assume that just because you love something that you're going to be great at it. It's just not that simple. I wish it was. And so many people I talk to assume that because they've done it and they've been good at it, it's what they were meant to do. This is it. This is their career. Even if it's not meaningful to them. And I'm here to tell you that you do not need to accept that reality. Whether you're five months in, five years in, 25 years in, to a job, career, and industry, you do not need to settle for a job that does not challenge and inspire you. Now look, we all have different requirements and expectations for what a job needs to do and mean. And I know not everyone needs to or wants to live out some huge dream gig, and that is totally cool. But some of us, we need a job that delivers emotional and intellectual rewards to help justify the amount of time we're putting into our work. Because let's face it, that's time away from other things. That's time away from family, friends, working out, dating, traveling, just being. And so, for some of us, that trade has to be worth it. Our job should bring us that same level of fulfillment that any other aspect of our lives that we give time and attention to does. So with all that in mind, what I want to talk about today is the first step in figuring out what it is you actually want to do in your career. That intersection of what you're good at and what you actually love, because that's the space where you want to focus your time. That's the space we're going to work to define today. So I want to walk you through a four-part exercise that's designed to help you take some inventory and start to define that space for you. This is a real practice I actually use with my coaching clients every time I kick off a new partnership. And today I'm going to lead it with you. It's a series of questions I want you to ask yourself and for you to answer honestly. It's just you and your responses. There's no wrong right way to answer anything other than honestly. So please don't write answers you think you're supposed to. Don't write answers you think, oh, this is probably what this coach would want me to say. I want you to truly dig in, tell me the real, real, what you think, what you feel, because you're the only person that's gonna see this work and I want it to work hard for you. So first, let's take a minute. I want you to get a pen and a piece of paper. Or if you're like me, you're probably listening to this podcast in the shower or the car. So I say, just listen through. And I want you to come back to it tonight when you're home and you have a few minutes to invest and it'll definitely be worth it. So if you're with me, you you got that pen, you paper, I want you to draw a line down the middle of the page from top to bottom. So you're dividing the page in half. Now I want you to draw a line across the center of the page from side to side. So you now should have four quadrants on your page, four squares. And what we're going to do is we're going to start the top left-hand square, top of the page, left side. The first thing we're going to do is some future planning. So I want you to think about your perfect job scenario. Now where you're working today, not even your position or title in this perfect dream role, but I want you to think about the day-to-day. What are you doing? Are you creating? 
Are you problem solving? Are you leading? Are you coaching? Or are you the one doing, hands-on? Are you building? Are you on a team? Are you working by yourself? Are you in a creative space? A big office? Are you at home in your PJs with a laptop? Spend a minute and really picture yourself. Actually visualize it. What are you doing? Where are you? Now take a minute and I want you to write down that vision in the top left square. What you see, what you desire in that perfect, easy day-to-day of work. Now this shouldn't be your job now. This isn't like, sweet, Karen called out today, long lunch. This is my dream. (laughs) This should be your ideal day of any kind of work. Think about you, your tasks, your accomplishments, what you want to do. Okay. Now, I want you to take a minute to revisit that image, that dream day that you just cooked up in your mind. And I want you to very consciously Think about what was missing from that perfect scenario. What was actually absent? Was it deadlines? Was it having to give a presentation? Was it dealing with direct reports? Was it a boss? (laughs) Was it speaking in public? Maybe being responsible for a budget? Having to sell something? I want you to think through the realities, the current realities that were noticeably absent in that ideal scenario you just imagined. I want you to write them all down and put them in that bottom left-hand box just under the last stuff you wrote. Let's take a minute to do that. Okay, now we're gonna shift gears. Let's think about you today, who you are as a professional. Now, what I want you to do is identify the three things you do better than anybody else. Seriously, better than anybody else. What are the three things you could walk into any job and just absolutely dominate? Take a minute, three things. Take five minutes if you need it. Really, truthfully, answer that question. Write it down. What three things can you do better than anybody else? And I want you to actually write that in the top right-hand quadrant of your page. One, two, three. The three things that I do better than anybody else you'll ever meet. Okay. Now we're gonna move into the final question in this four question exercise. And this is actually a question I have asked in more than 1,000 job interviews, I'm not even kidding. And I love people's honest answers. I hate their fake answers. So don't bullshit me here, guys. Let's get real. I wanna hear the real answer. So what I want you to do is imagine somehow I have magically gone back in time and interviewed everybody who's ever worked with you and said to them, tell me three things that this person does better than anybody else. See what we're doing? We're flipping that question on its head. What three things do you think I would hear over and over again from the people that have worked with you in the past? What do you think they'd say about you? 
your old bosses, colleagues, direct reports, that girl that beat you out of the promotion, (laughs) that guy you never said next to at lunch, all of them. What do you think they think you do? What do you think they think you do best? Write these three things down, the bottom right-hand quadrant of your page. Let's take a minute to really think about the answer to that question and then write it down. Okay, now I want everybody to take a deep breath, stretch, stand up, shake it off. If you need to listen to Taylor Swift to shake it off, I understand. If you need to make a shaken martini, I get it. Just take a minute, whatever you gotta do, and just reset. And when you're ready, let's go back to that paper. And we're gonna look at this paper now. So at the top left-hand square, that top left-hand list, I want you to take your pen and write the word yes above that list. Yes. Underline it. Because this list right here, these are the things you are saying yes to in your new phase of work. These are the things you not only want, but are going to work towards and not compromise on because you know this is what you need to be happy and successful at work. Now, let's move to the bottom, that same column, that bottom left-hand square. I want you to again take your pen and write a big old no above that list and underline it. Because this is a list of things you will no longer settle for. These are the things that hold you back, that stifle your growth and your performance. These are the things we now know to steer away from if you truly want to be happy in your work. No. Let's go to the right-hand side of the page. This powerful page you just made, that top right-hand square, I want you to write, I do, above that list on the top right-hand side. These are the things you do. You own these things. You kill these things. You do these three things better than anyone on the planet, and you know it. You are ready to own it. These are now your most valuable traits that you are going to lead with when you walk into the room. And that final box, that right-hand bottom of the page, above that list there, I want you to write, I am. These are the things you are at work. These are the three things you have contributed to and constructed across your career that were so impactful. It's what others think of you as. It's the perception you've left behind. Now, I will tell you, if you really want to get into this one, because this is a fascinating space, You can ask a handful of colleagues, past and present, to actually tell you this one, but pick people that will be honest with you because the honest answers are the ones that are gonna help you. But feel free, float it out to them, see what you get back, compare it to your own notes and decide where the truth is because it's important to understand regardless of your intention and your perception, you have left an impression of competency behind that might be different than what you think you've done. And it's really good to understand that, okay. So guys, what you've just done in this four-part exercise is you've actually just mapped your own criteria and your contributions, both what you want 
and what you offer. This is what you want, what you won't do, and what you bring to the table at any job, in any role, and in any career you choose. And once you've identified what you can do to add value to the company and the reciprocal value you must get back in order to be happy at work, you're on your way to better professional fulfillment. And you have just started that work today, right here. You guys have started laying a foundation that will help you redesign your professional life, which is huge. I mean, I can't understate that what you've just done in that simple four-part exercise really has created the building blocks you need to revamp your resume, to tell your story the way it's meant to be told. This is now the filter for which you'll review job postings when you're on the hunt. This is now the consideration set for which you'll evaluate opportunities that come your way or maybe future promotions that you wanna think through or extra projects that might be offered to you or hell, even how you'd rate yourself in that self-review that might come up at the end of the year. This is your new criteria set. And this is the moment that you start to take charge and ownership over what's within that. So congratulations, well done, awesome work. I, I want you to take this page and save it. Whether that means ripping it out of your notebook or framing it, hanging it on the fridge or putting it on your nightstand and reading it every morning. What I want you to do is really commit this to your heart because there's a lot more work to be done, right? This is just the foundation, the building blocks. But now you know the way forward. Okay, so something I wanna do every episode is take a real life question from you and answer it. It can be anything, guys. It could be anything related to career help, advice within the job, how to find the right job, how to nail your resume, anything you can think of. Or if you're just looking for a really great cocktail recipe or reality show recommendation, I'm good at those too. So send me your questions. But today, I wanted to start by sharing a really smart question I got from a client who was revamping her resume recently. She's in a period of transition from corporate life to going to startups. She's in the marketing sector. Really, really interesting woman who has a lot of varied interests. And she said to me, you know, I feel really good about the content of my resume, but I have this one question. Do you think I should put my side hustle on my resume? And I thought that is just such an awesome question for the times because Today, so many people have a side hustle, a project or creative gig they're doing in addition to the nine to five to help them either earn more money or get their creativity moving or both. And I think this is amazing. This is such a testament to the entrepreneurial spirit that the workforce today has, and also kind of that creative hunger that I think we have across industries right now. So I love to hear that people have side hustles and projects. But my answer to her was, let's think about side hustle in the context of her question. It's awesome, but should it go on a resume when you're actively applying for jobs? And my answer is that it really depends. <laughs> it's not yes or no. So I worked through this with her and I would say to you guys, you know, does your side hustle utilize key skills that you are already rocking in your day job? Does it demonstrate a creative layer to your professional experience and maybe isn't coming through on your resume? Or does it showcase maybe a commitment to a better world or community? If your side gig utilizes skills that are relevant to the work you're doing in your career, then list it, absolutely. Talk about how you've been able to parlay your expertise to helping in a side business or side organization. And I would say, 
If your side hustle shows you're involved in philanthropic endeavors, oh my God, list it. Talk about your commitment to bettering the world around you. Companies are hungry to build teams full of people like you. But please do so in a way that shows, again, how you've taken your professional skill set and benefited that side hustle by using it. And don't, whatever you do, don't just list out the name of the organization in your resume. Give the reader a sentence about what your contribution is. Provide context about the awesome work you're doing. Get them really interested in learning more. I think it's pretty awesome to be able to demonstrate your ability to kick ass at work and take on a side hustle. So in these instances, I say go for it. Put it on there. Now again, if your side hustle is more like a multi-level marketing gig or all about essential oils, I say skip it for now. If you're running the community food drive or you started a Latinas and Marketing Collective, let's share it. And honestly, if you're on the fence about it being right to include, skip it. But in a future episode, I'll talk to you about how we can showcase this type of additional work in an interview to really tell the story of just how interesting and diverse and active and engaged you are in the world. So stay tuned for that. All right, guys, we made it through our very first exercise together. And I just hope this was helpful to you. I hope you looked at that paper and saw things about yourself that maybe you haven't seen before or that this new context has helped you think about happiness and success at work a little differently. It is achievable, I promise you. You can have both and you should want both. We spend the majority of our waking hours working. So why would we settle for anything less than satisfaction and achievement, right? It's not just about that paycheck and it doesn't have to be. So I just wanna say, Thank you so much again for hanging with us. I want to say, please tune into the next episode because we're actually going to talk about what happens and how. How do I take this work I just did, these four quadrants? How do I take what I now know about my intersection of kickassery and happiness? And how do I go find a new gig? Or how do I apply this to my current job? So in the next episode, I'm actually going to walk you through rewriting your professional path using the work we did today. And really, what I really wanna talk about is the elephant in the room here. Mustering up the confidence to actually take this, own it, and rock it. Because while this may look great on paper and feel super exciting, if you can't transcribe this into the real world, what are you gonna do with it? So tune in, we're gonna talk about taking the next step forward and building up the confidence you need to succeed in your career. Before we go, if today was at all helpful for you and you learned something from the work we did together, please do me a favor and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you're feeling extra inspired and generous, please give us a rating and review. For more career advice, inspiration, and fun, follow us on Instagram at the Yes Pile Podcast. Until next time, cheers, everyone.